God bless everyone, and thank you for being with us here at Built Up in Christ. I would like to thank all the listeners, faithful listeners who've been listening so far, and welcoming any new listeners that come along. Hopefully, this podcast has been a blessing to you and you're sharing it with others. And I ask that if you're listening to the podcast in whichever application you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Podchaser, Spotify, that you please leave a, a review if you're enjoying and you're being blessed by this podcast. So in this episode, we're talking about spiritual disciplines. Um, last episode was on um, what is a disciple? And we talked about discipleship. And so we're talking about spiritual disciplines today. My name is Darby Paris, if you don't know. And what is discipline? Discipline is defined as training expected to produce a specific character or pattern of behavior. Now, discipline is not part of the sin nature, but it is a natural component of the Christian life. In fact, almost nothing of any significance in our lives is ever accomplished without it. So spiritual disciplines can be described as those behaviors that augment our spiritual growth and enable us to grow to spiritual maturity. Now, this process of spiritual growth and development begins to take place the moment a person encounters the risen Christ and comes to him for salvation. So as soon as you give yourself to Christ, you're already in the process of spiritual growth. Now, how do you continue that spiritual growth? That's where spiritual disciplines come in. Now, the purpose of spiritual discipline is the development of our inner being. That which has been transformed by Christ at salvation. So if we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, and the key verse is going to be verse 17. And I'm going to be reading in the New International Version. And it reads as follows, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So what do these verses mean? So we see in these verses how we're made new through Christ. And we reconcile through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross to God. See, before, we, God didn't want to acknowledge us. He could not acknowledge us in our sinful nature. But through Christ and the blood of, of Christ who sacrificed himself on the cross, we're now reconciled. Um, the relationship is renewed with God. So now God speaks to us, acknowledges us. doesn't mean that God wasn't trying to speak to us before. It's just that due to our sinful nature, we continue to walk in a separation from Christ. Now we're with Christ. And as soon as we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior through him and through his blood, the, we're renewed in our relationship with God. So as redeemed believers, we have experienced a total renewal of the whole person from within. Involving differences with thought, feeling, and character that may be slower to be evidence 
in our outward behavior. So what does that mean? It means that it may take some time in our spiritual growth for our thought process to be Christ-like, for our feelings, our character to reflect who we are new in Christ. It takes time. Now, this is what Paul had in mind when he spoke of this, taking off the old self and putting on the new, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of its creator, which is God. So if we go to Colossians chapter 3, verses 9 through 10, it reads as follows. Do not lie to each other since you've taken off your old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. So since we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're constantly being renewed. We're in the growth process. We're in the sanctification process. We're saved by grace and by faith, but we continue in the process of sanctification. We're not yet made perfect in Christ. We're striving for perfection in Christ. And it's a process. It takes time. And that's why um, Paul likes using the analogy of the, the athlete and the marathon. It's a slow race. It's not who gets there the fastest. It's the fact that you get to the finish line. And it's a process. So until we get to the finish line, we're still in the continuous process of being sanctified, being holy, being separated for him. Now, the spiritual disciplines helps us control this flesh and help us in our spiritual growth so we can be more Christ-like. Spiritual disciplines are practices that regularly helps us change with the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. Our sinful habits makes us more like Christ and connects us closer to God. So we need to get rid of our sinful habits. And the only way we could do that is through spiritual disciplines. Or rather, that's one of the ways we can do that. Now, um, Donald S. Whitney, who wrote a book called Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, has stated God has given us the spiritual disciplines as a means of receiving his grace and growing in godliness. By them, we place ourselves before God for him to work in us. What we have to understand is that spiritual disciplines are not behaviors or practices that makes us right with God in any way. They're tools that the Holy Spirit can use to renew our hearts. When we practice spiritual disciplines, we one recognize that Jesus is king and he rules our lives. We no longer own ourselves. We belong to Jesus. We acknowledge and we also seek to live out the fruit of the spirit in our lives. And we can see that in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 reads as follows. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. This list shows a contrast between the works of the flesh and those traits that describe the desires and characteristics that God cultivates in believers through his living presence. We have to keep in mind spiritual disciplines do not help God to make our lives holy. Instead, it trains and equips us to respond in a worthy manner when life throws problems and storms at us. They make us humble and sensitive to God's leading and prodding. They help us recognize God's callings and directions in our lives. Biblical spiritual disciplines are for the spiritual maturity of each person and the community as a whole. So it's for the community, meaning the body of Christ. For each of us who are part of the body of Christ and to strengthen the body of Christ. 
for the realization of the fruit of the Spirit in one's life, for dependence on God and interdependence with other believers in Christ. If we go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, His divine power has given us everything we need for godly life through a knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. And 2 Peter verses, chapter 1, verses 5-8, through 8, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of Lord Jesus Christ. So, spiritual disciplines is to help us develop fruits of the Spirit. And the fruits of the Spirit is to be able to be kind to other people, um, to be able to be good, um, to depend more on the Lord. Now, what are spiritual disciplines? So, there are prayer. There are fasting. These are things that we should be doing in our spiritual growth. Um, Reading the Word and depending on the Word. Again, these are things we should be doing already when we're in Christ and depending more on the Lord. Um, fasting helps temper the flesh, helps control our flesh because our flesh, this is a spiritual warfare between our flesh and our spirit. Our flesh wants to do certain things that are of sinful nature and our spirit wants to be separate from those things and no longer do those things. The only way we can control this flesh is through spiritual disciplines. Depending on God's word, reading more of God's word, we have to pick up God's word. Um, we can not grow if we're not depending on reading God's word and learning how to read God's word, how to interpret, um, how to study his word. And that comes with fasting. Fasting helps us understand God's word. It brings new revelation to us because we're clearing our minds. And fasting could be anything such as fasting from food, but also fasting from our electronic devices, from TV, from radio. Um, it's seeking quietness so we can hear God and so we can speak to God. This is a, a, a continuous building of our relationship, our relationship between us and the Lord. And that helps us in our relationship with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, how to interact with them as well. It tempers this flesh so we don't um, go on the attack when, whenever someone offends us. Um, it shows us to be more Christ-like. Um, prayer helps us continue in that relationship with the Lord as well. So these spiritual disciplines are a great tool for us in our spiritual growth. Um, we have to understand that, you know, we want to grow in the Lord. We don't want to stay stagnant. We don't want to stay at, at, at the same place we came in when we gave our life to Christ. See, when, when we talked about discipleship in, in the um, last episode, you don't want to just be a disciple. You want to be a disciple maker, meaning once you grow in spiritually and you're following Christ as a true disciple, as the other 12 disciples did, now you have to make other disciples so you become a disciple maker 
And after you become a disciple maker, your hope is to be making disciple makers, others who will make other disciples. We're not called to stay still in the Lord. We're called to continuous growth and continuous work in the Lord. And the only way we can continue getting the strength and continue tempering this flesh is through spiritual disciplines. And it's a, a way of tools that we give to others when we disciple others as well. Um, and it helps us realize we don't do this alone. We need Christ. We're Christ is with us when we're doing this walk. And we need these spiritual disciplines to constantly remind ourselves the Lord is with us and he's listening to us. And it helps us in this continuous build of our relationship with the Lord. We have to understand that a person who lacks the disciplines of the Christian faith has failed to understand one of the primary purposes of salvation, the freedom to live apart from the bondage of sin. We have to understand faith is not just a matter of obtaining salvation. It's a matter of life transformation. It demonstrates the power of Jesus in a person's life. So as we discussed in um, prior episodes, if you're in a room and an environment and others can't tell you serve the Lord, there's a problem. See, people should know you serve the Lord and it's not just by your mouth. It's just you being there around them. They may feel the peace of Christ around their lives, even though they're going through a turmoil. It's also the fact of them feeling like an environmental change when you walk into a room. All of a sudden, they, they smell a sweet scent. Um, they feel more at peace. These are things that can occur when we're truly growing in Christ. When we enter an environment, it transforms because we're transformed. So we should be looking to be that person. So if I'm in, a, in my own apartment and someone comes to do a repair in my apartment, that person should feel at peace when they come through those doors. That's truly a transformed life. Now, that doesn't mean that transformation is complete because we're constantly in a state of growth. But we have to put of our part in order for that growth to continue. So we have to keep that in mind. And that's where spiritual disciplines, one of the ways that helps us in our spiritual growth. Um, we have to understand that, you know, we don't do this and that gives us salvation. Spiritual disciplines does not give us salvation. We have salvation already when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior by faith. Spiritual disciplines is just to temper this flesh and to renew our mind and, and remind ourselves we serve a higher power, the Lord. We are servants of Christ. And that helps us be servants to others. Because Christ said in the word of God that he didn't come here to be served, but to serve others. And he's our prime example. And we should be doing the same. We should be desiring to serve others. And as other um, episodes we discussed, like being in the community, we should be desiring to help others in the community, whether by feeding, helping people get jobs, um, all these ways that we can serve the community. We should be desiring that. And that only comes with our spiritual growth. If there's no spiritual growth, we're just walking dead. Um, we shouldn't be stagnant. We should not be happy just sitting in a pew, listening to a service, being fed. We should desire to feed, meaning making other disciples. 
We should desire to evangelize, going out to community and speaking to others who may be in our country from another country and helping them know Christ. Especially if there's more freedom to know Christ in our country and there's people coming from countries that are prohibitive for them to hear the word of Christ. And they're in your country now. We should be helping them, um, exposing them to Christ, introducing them to Christ so they can grow in Christ and therefore making them disciples, teaching them to be, make um, other disciples, becoming um, disciple makers. And then when the time comes that they go back to their home country, they can make other disciples and they bring the word of God first to their home because ministry always starts at home and then it expounds outward and they can bring it to their friends and others in their country. So we should desire that. But in order for us to do that, we have to grow in spiritual maturity. We have to grow closer to Christ. We have to get more into God's word. So if it, it, one of the things I'm going to put in the um, description is links to books that will help us in our spiritual growth, both in discipleship, but also in um, learning spiritual disciplines. And one of those books is the book that I mentioned earlier, which is um, by, and I'll tell you, I'm sorry, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donald S. Whitney. So those are books that will help us, and I will put others, like I said, in the description, that will help you both in your spiritual growth as a disciple, but also to learn about spiritual discipline. Another one is The Rose Guide to Discipleship. Is another good book to learn how to be a disciple and be a disciple maker. And it has lessons there that you can share with others and teach others how to be disciples. Um, the Rose Guides um, Bible Charts are very good um, books to help you grow in your spiritual growth as well. But nothing is more important than the Bible. We have to read the Bible. We have to learn how to interpret the word of God. And one of the books that we can always, um, I'm going to put in the um, descriptions as well, is books to help us learn how to read the word of God, how to interpret, how to understand. Um, the best thing to do is to find a translation that's easy for you to read, which we've discussed that prior. Um, any translation that will help you understand and and read the word of God more is a good translation. And as you grow in God's word, then you go into translations that are more direct translations like New American Standard, um, ESV, and RSV. You go into those translations. But whatever translation you start out with that you understand, go for it. As long as you get into God's word and read God's word. So I just wanted to share this this episode Um and later on, we'll probably go into some of the spiritual disciplines in other episodes individually. Um, but I hope you're growing in God's word. I hope you're being blessed by the podcast episodes. And I hope you sharing that episode so you can share the word of God with others. And people continue to desire to serve the Lord. And you may be introducing the Lord to people with these podcast episodes. So I hope that's the case. Um, I, I pray that you're doing well. And that you're continuing your spiritual growth. So I hope this episode blesses you. I hope you share it. And um, continue growing in the word of God. So thank you for being with us and being faithful listeners. And I'll try to continue doing more episodes and more frequency. May God bless you. May God keep you. And thank you.